And welcome back and in to this edition of the Popperville Post Game Podcast presented by Talking Ball. Y'all, I'm Jason Baker. We welcome in Rossi Creel, our color analyst, and of course our sideline reporter on Friday night, Zach Barrett, as uh, those two guys were on the call for the second round playoff win for the Popperville Hornets over the Newton County Cougars 49 to 21 inside the Hornets nest. And, uh, well, uh, well guys, uh, just, um, obviously, uh, I wasn't able to be there to be able to lay my eyes, uh, on the Hornets, but I took in, uh, pretty much each and every single play. Um, thanks to some Chicago traffic, I was able to really sit in peace and quiet and, uh, sit and listen and, uh, a good start for the Hornets. I thought that was critical. You know, it's kind of ironic Newton County wins the toss. And of course, like most football teams, they elect to defer. And Rossi, I think, you know, you even kind of pointed out, hey, this is really who the Hornets have been. They've wanted to jump out on people. And, you know, Newton County elects to kick that football away. We get the football first. And just a beautiful offensive drive to just set the tone. And uh, the Hornets really from that first offensive series, Rossi, you really just kind of got the notion, hey, it's, you know, picking right back up where they left off the previous Friday night uh, and staying in that offensive rhythm. No doubt, JB. And, you know, that's 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 the Jay Beach way. It has been all season long. He he, he likes to get out and, and set the tone, uh, establish physicality on that offensive line right off the bat, uh, get, a, get a score on that opening drive, and, and – just make that the other team, the opposing team, play from behind, and they, you know, we've just done that all all season long, with the exception of that Picayune and uh, Columbia games. But uh, every other game we've played, uh, the, the other team has definitely uh, played from behind because of that. And Zach, I, obviously, I wasn't there, but from the feel of of Jeff's calls and from the way the way this thing lined up, so the Hornets get their score on that opening drive. And then the defense gave up some yards on their opening series facing Newton County, but a missed field goal in a response by the Hornets offense. And I will tell you, it almost felt like, at least from from my point of view, listening in through our MixLR app, I just felt at that point, Zach, man, we just grabbed control of this football game in a matter of just a couple of minutes. Was that the sense from inside the Hornets' nest? Yeah, it was. You know, they uh, after the game, talking with a bunch of the uh, the defensive players, Tucker, Aiden, Tank, and all them, they all said that Newton County was the toughest and biggest and strongest offensive line that they faced so far. I mean, and and Aiden actually said it's the biggest and toughest offensive line that he's ever faced. So, I mean, that that says something when you've played Picayune and and you know we played teams like. Uh, Biloxi a couple years ago in Diaberville and stuff like that. But for them to say that a, a 4A team of Newton County was a tough offensive line. So, you know, they're, they were, they're able to drive down the field, but when they got down to a shorter field and the field condensed, you know, we were able to put a, to put a stop on them and, uh, and get, a, get a, uh, a missed field goal and then turn around and drive back down the field and we were able to score. But it um, – you know the defensive, our defensive team, you know, set the bar high tonight and gave up a few touchdowns at, towards the end of the game and right, one right before the half. But um, you know, all around they played a solid performance from what they were given and the, the offensive line that they were going against tonight. 
And Zach, I want to go back to the interview, and this is why, man, we're so blessed to be able to have our defensive coordinator give us time in the middle of these football games because the insight Jacob Acock gives us is just unmatched. And so Jacob Acock said, look, on film, you know, they've been a finesse team, sort of a spread team, really, you know, out on the edge, out on the perimeter. And he said, but tonight they came in and he said early on that it felt like they were trying to match our physicality. And like Rossi has used that term a lot this year to describe, you know, the Hornets, how physical they are. And sometimes I think what you get at teams trying to get out of character, and it felt that way maybe a little bit tonight, and maybe it's not so much out of character for Newton County, but for the listener at home, how much maybe was that the case that, you know, Newton County came in here and said, hey, look, we're not going to win in finesse. We got to try to find a way to at least win the physicality battle. Yeah, you you know, talking with uh, with Acock before, you know, he – he said they were going to bring a lot of different things to they, they do a lot of trick plays um but if i'm not mistaken you know they they like to throw the ball a good bit that's that's what i was told you know that that newton county was a, a a team that liked to throw the ball and they didn't throw it as much as probably they wanted to towards until towards the end of the game when they were just trying to get some junk yards junk junk points stuff like that but Teams, and that's one thing that Popville does so well is we don't get Popville doesn't get out of what we know. Like we stick to true Popville football, which is run the ball and mix it up with some throws every now and then. But when a team tries to beat to 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 beat to beat the best, you have to try to mix it up and do certain things. So, um, you know, they uh, you know, like Acock said, they were able once once they saw the first drive and Newton County was able to run it down us and get down there close to the end, they they switched. They went from a 40 front, I think he said it, to a 50 front and yeah. changed things up. And then they were able to adjust on the fly and be able to do it. And like I've said it every, you know, each and every week, our coaches make some of the best adjustments to where they're able to turn around and get that victory, get those that shutout, get that um, one score touch or one score game. Um, but, you know, they just – they stick to what they know and they, they after watching film and stuff. And, you know, it, it, it in the end it works – in our favor every time. Yeah, I, I love, you know, uh, we are who we are, right? We're, we're not going to change because of the opponent. And, you know, I think opponents, you know, sometimes I think in order to, to defeat Poplarville, I think sometimes they feel a, a, a pressing sense. And I think it goes back to that point that Rossi has made time and again and that, you know, scoring early puts that sense of urgency on teams and you know scoring early occurred Avon Jarvis Maurice Travis gets going Matt Will had a great night running the football as well Rossi and that three-headed monster that has been just tried and true all year really tonight just proved once again just how effective they can be Rossi I mean I, I heard it early on you know you, you had the direct snaps to Vaughn, and then you had really the counter punch off the play, the where it's direct snap to Vaughn, and then it's a handoff to the wing and Maurice Travis coming the counter way. And it was just so effective early on. That three-headed monster that is those kids, Avon Jarvis, Maurice Travis, Matt Will, how good were they tonight? This probably the best game I've I've seen that trio have this year. I mean the the yardage and the the touchdowns uh, by those three guys just 
speaks for itself. They're just so consistent in in what they're doing. You know, they've had a, a couple of sloppy games where some fumbles and, and things like that uh, happen, but that that didn't happen tonight. They were they played their game and they played it almost to perfection. And that that offensive line up front just just doing their jobs, making their blocks, opening up the holes for those those three guys to be able to run through and, and perform like they did. It, it's definitely one of the best performances I've seen uh, this year from this this Hornet offensive backfield. And it seemed like tonight, uh, I, I know certainly from my perspective, uh, Zach, the defense going. Back to that side of the ball, Tucker Smith seemed very active tonight. I know I heard one description from Jeff where he got his hand on a passing lane, was able to tip a ball up in the air. Just kind of seemed like that kind of night where it was big play after big play from that defense. When they needed him the most, was that the case? Yeah, it was. And like I said, you know, Newton County had a couple of drives where they drove down the field, but once they got – Towards the towards the end zone in the in the field uh, condensed, we were able to shut them down. Tucker had a great game. James Pierce had a good game. Uh, Josh Beck was able to come in and play good. Um, you know, all the players. Jaden Holden was uh, on special teams. Jaden Holden making the, the 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 catch off when they tried to do an onside kick was special. Um, Tank, of course, Tank and Mark in in the middle, and then Will Harry out there, and the pass deflections. I mean, Benny had. Three or four pass deflections. Uh, Lawrence Jamison had a stripped, but it was actually. I mean, yeah. I, I know that. Um, I know that through the eyes of most people, it looked like it was a strip, but they were the the guy, the running back was down, and then Lawrence was able to take it out of his hand. But um, just, I mean, they they were they were flying to the ball in every aspect. You know, Tucker and them were were closing in the gaps, and they were making him go around. Uh, you know, they just, it was getting Newton County out of the game that they wanted to try to play. Well, here we go, fellas. Uh, so you get the first two rounds at home, and uh, now what presents itself by rule in the High School Athletic Association uh, due to district seating number, which means we are District 7. We will face an opponent out of District 8. It is a high district number year, meaning if you're the lower district number, you will travel to a higher district number with equal home host, which is the case. We will take on the Stone Tomcats uh, this coming Friday night at A.L. May Stadium on the campus of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Um, a familiar opponent. We have been district uh, mates before for certainly a long time, uh, long time rivals. Um, we're going to take this show on the road, a road playoff game. Sometimes uh, these can be some of the more uh, really passionate type atmospheres. What excites you both the most about what's coming up next Friday? What excites me is just the momentum that this Hornets football team has uh, as we're going into this playoff game. I mean, they, they're playing so, so well, especially t today. You know, they, when you get this deep into the playoffs, it's, it's, it's hard to score 40-plus points. And they, they did that anyway here in the second round against this Newton County team and, and will likely do that again against Stone County next week. But they, they've got that much momentum, and these kids are, are just playing with everything that they have uh, week after week. And that's what it takes to win playoff football games. You've got to be performing at your very best. You've got to play with injury. You, I, I mean, you've, you've just got to muscle through some things, and, and, and these guys are doing that. We had some injuries tonight. 
Uh, Tank, Tank's got a, a shoulder sprain uh, that, that I think he's going to be fine from, talking to the trainer after the game. They, they said the, most of the injuries are minor. Somebody kind of tweaked an ankle. Uh, but but overall, it, it, it's nothing major, but they are going to be maybe limping around a little bit this week and, and, and have some limitations during practice. Uh, but but come Friday night, uh, those guys are going to muscle through and uh, just be this t- typical Hornet, Hornet defense and Hornet offense, just Hornet football with all the momentum in the world. And Zach, for you, what, what, get, what gets you going or, or maybe what brings you uh, the energy for next Friday night as you, as you think a little bit towards going on the road and taking on Stone. I mean, I, the kid's energy, you know, you, you look at it and Heath, middle of the fourth quarter, he said, man, we're third round bound, you know. These kids know, these ki- our, our kids are used to this, so it's nothing new. So you don't get the um, the jitters that some teams will get going into the third round because they've never been there or whatever, you know. It's, it's expected for us, so... Um, our, our kids know what it takes and they know what it's going to do and, and being a 25 minute drive to Stone County hopefully we get a good uh, good showing from the Hornet Nation and make it um, to where it feels kind of like a home game other than maybe the school board antics that we have then you know that here we go again on the third down halls third down and all that stuff but other than that it's going to be the the energy that the, the community takes to Stone County um, the energy that the, that the teams bring, the band, the cheerleaders, you know, everything like that. And like you said, it's Friday night in November. I mean, we'll be uh, mid-November. Uh, hopefully we got a little cold front coming through. It'll feel, you know, football weather in November. And um, we can go over to Stone County and take care of business. That way we can come back over here and host South State uh, for the championship. But, again, we got to play one game at a time, so we don't want to look too too forward to the South State Championship. We want to look for Stone County in the third round bound, as my man Heath says. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's going to be an opponent that we're very familiar with um, in Stone. You know, um, what I know of them is a really talented running back. Um, they're a head coach that we're very familiar with, John Feaster. He's actually a former high school teammate of mine matter of fact uh, john and i never played on a single different football team from the time uh, we were seven year old until the time we uh, graduated high school and he went on to go play college football and obviously i didn't go anywhere else but uh so we're very familiar with each other and uh, uh literally we're inseparable in high school and so uh, he's a just an awesome football coach and an intense guy. And this is as deep as he's had stone uh, in the playoffs to this point. So you just got to think, you know, what kind of energy they're going to have, right? Um, being as deep of a run as what he's had them to this point, you know, and we have to guard against that, right? And sometimes when you go on the road, you just have to make sure, as Zach pointed out, you got to make sure you're matching the intensity that Stone's going to have because they're at home, right? And so they're they're that deep run, what kind of energy and effort they're going to bring, what do we have? Like, do we bring that same kind of juice? And that's the challenge, right? you got to make sure when you step off that bus or you step out of that locker room or if you're a – Hornet Nation member and you're a fan or whoever it may be next Friday night, you've got the same energy that you brought, you know, into the Hornets nest this Friday night to make sure that that we're ready to do our part to take on Stone County next Friday night. So um, here we go, boys. This one's uh, next Friday night shaping up to be a really good one in a in a memorable stadium that has seen a lot of really good matchups between uh, Poplarville and Stone County in the past. And uh, next Friday night, 
maybe, just maybe, maybe the biggest one of them all in the history of those two programs. And uh, lucky for the three of us, we'll all get to be there and call it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you back with us next next week. We missed you this week, uh, JB. Uh, Jeff Lossett, of course, did a, a phenomenal job filling in. Uh, we, we had a good time, but uh, we certainly uh, missed your presence there uh, atop the breast, press box in the uh, hornet's nest. Yeah, he did. He did fantastic. I just didn't like him getting too comfortable in my seat. I needed him to uh, get on get on out of there. My guy Jeff was uh, – no, he did uh, absolutely awesome. We knew he would. We're so blessed at Talking Ball, y'all, to be able to have guys be able to step in like that. And uh, this was just an obligation I really couldn't avoid. And um, I was really blessed that Jeff was, number one, willing to do it, and, and number two, the the way that he did it, uh, we're blessed. And so, yeah, absolutely. So, miss you guys and uh, miss being there, but uh, can't wait. I'll be back uh, next Friday, and uh, we're going to have a heck of a lot of fun over in uh, Perkinson, Mississippi, next Friday night. And uh, coming up uh, on this post-game podcast, uh, Rossi and Zach sit down and visit with one of the stars of the game, Avon Jarvis. That's coming up right after this break. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picune Bank. With four branches in Picune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in Dekeel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. Hello football fans, Devin Smith here with Remax Premier Group in Picayune. It's August and that means one thing, it's football season. Our area schools have worked so hard to give us all something to be excited about. I take great pride in my football roots in Pearl River County and I'm honored to serve our people. I look forward to helping residents both old and new make Pearl River County their home. I would love to help you with any and all of your real estate needs. You can contact me at our office, 601-798-3399 or 601-347-2641. Or you can catch me in the stands cheering on my favorite players under those Friday night lights. If you're looking for a campground cruiser, a cart to navigate those fairways, or a fun neighborhood buggy, then Bayou Buggies in Poplarville is where you need to be. At Bayou Buggies, we've got new and used carts to fit your needs. We can put you in a street legal cart, ready to cruise the streets of nearly every town south of Hattiesburg. From the course to the campground, we've got you covered. Give us a call today at 601-746-9814. Visit us on the web at bayoubuggies.com or come by our showroom at 1722 South Main Street in Poplarville. Bayou Buggies, a proud sponsor of the Talking Ball Y'all broadcast of playoff football. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popleville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazan, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi.
This is Rossi Creel here, joined with Zach Barrett uh, with our Farm Bureau player of the game, Avon Jarvis. Didn't get to catch him after the game. He he, he kind of got off the, got away from us and up here to the the locker room. So we uh, we caught him in the film room uh, up here. The player of the game with 15 carries for 246 yards tonight. Uh, he's got a surprised look on his face. I don't think he knew he had uh, that good of a game. Avon Jarvis, uh, tell us about your mindset going into this one. What uh what what got you to 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 that 246 yards tonight? Shoot, just running the ball, doing what coach told me to do. All right, it's 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 pretty simple, huh? Just just do what you're taught. Uh, you know, you're in a new you're in a new offense this year, and and, and you know, you said you don't like to to, to talk too much and, and be interviewed, but uh, we we do appreciate you sitting down with us. But you're you're in this new offense this year, so we had we hadn't heard a lot from you uh, this year as far as talking on the on the radio and being interviewed, but. Uh, Tell us how you feel about this, the, the, the new offense, the new things that y'all are doing, all these moving pieces and parts. Uh, uh, kind of tell us what, what, how you've taken that in uh, from this coaching staff and, and, and how they've really instilled into you guys the, the perfection that it takes uh, to be successful in it. Shoot, at practice, we mess up doing it again. It's just hard on us. Just mostly repetition, I guess. Just doing it over and over until until you get it. Uh, you know that, that two hundred forty six yards is probably the best performance that you've had since I believe you came in uh, last year in in as, as a backup to DJ Richard Bay. And your first game as his backup, you come in and go off for for well over two hundred yards in that game. Similar looking game tonight. Uh, t tell us how you feel about your performance. Feel amazing. We got to keep going though. All right, next week, it, it's it's set in stone. Uh, you'll face Stone County uh, over at Gulf Coast Community College in Perkinston, just not not far uh, not far away from us. Uh, somebody you, you know that, that we've played before, but we're familiar with Stone County. Uh, how do you feel about that matchup, just being kind of a uh, cross-county lines there, to, j j just a foe and, and, and a rival from, from, from years back? Uh, we just finna go in there and roll through them. That's the kind of confidence we, we like to hear. Sure, uh, sweet, I love it. Absolutely. Uh, Zach, you got any questions for Yvonne here? No, I think he's questioned that. I think if we do, it's just going to be short and sweet. So, Yvonne, just looking at your stats, before the game you had uh, 137 carries for 1,088 yards with 16 touchdowns in your performance tonight. Like I said, 14, uh, 15 carries, 246 yards, four touchdowns. You're up there with some of the best from the state. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, I we bleed green and gold. Um, you're, you're you're some of the best, you and Maurice together, lightning, lightning and thunder, whatever y'all want to call them, whatever you, you know, Cadillac and Hummer back from Auburn days, it's uh, whatever you two call each other, it's working, um, but two more games we got to go to get where we want to be, so whatever you do, you know, don't ever take nothing away from your offensive line, because if it's not for them, you know, y'all don't get to do what you got to do, so make sure you take care of, make sure you give them credit all week, because if they're not blocking, you're not running. So, you know, keep doing what y'all got to do. Let's have a good week of practice and, and go over to Stone County and take care of business. Yes, sir. All right. That's uh, Zach Barrett and Rossi Creel sitting down with uh, our Farm Bureau player of the game, Avon Jarvis, with 15 carries, 246 yards tonight, and a 49 uh, to 21 Popperville second round 4A South State playoff victory. Uh, we uh, thank you for joining us here on uh, the post-game podcast. Uh, 
We'll see you next week uh, after the Stone County game.